Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.19. To this edition of the Dose Leprechauns. It is Saturday, November 10th, and we are just about five hours away from the Notre Dame versus Florida State game. Welcome to the new studio version here of the Dose Leprechauns podcast. We'll see our, looks like our audience is building here a little bit, so thank you again for joining us. Uh, I'm your host, Leprechaun Jason. And I'm Leprechaun Nate. Leprechaun Nate. All right, here we go. So today, as many of you know, we have Chris Zorich, who's going to be joining us, a, a big fan favorite of a lot of you. And uh, we're really, really excited to have him on. Before we bring him on, though, we're going to talk a little bit about the game uh, coming up here in just a few hours. Uh, Florida State having a tough season this year, 4-5 and five record coming into South Bend. Uh, but we cannot take them lightly. That's a good football team uh, with a lot of talent. I think um, offensively, uh, they've had some struggles, mainly because their defense can't seem to get off the field. Or actually, vice versa. They're, we're not... Something's wrong. Are you on? It doesn't look like it. Well, it's, it's recording. Yeah, it's recording. I can see this. I'm pretty sure we're live. Okay, we're for live. We apologize for the technical difficulties. Hi. So, anyways, let's keep talking about the game. So, big news this week out of South Bend: Ian Book not starting. Uh, we're gonna go back to Brandon Wimbush to keep. Uh, I think it's more of a precautionary. For Ian, um, but either way, he is not starting today. It'll be Brandon Wimbush, who, might I add, is 13 and three as a starter at Notre Dame in his career. Uh, he beat the number five team in the country. Are we on? I think I yeah. This is embarrassing. Oh, we are live. Okay, somebody just told me we're live, but I can't see it. Sorry, everybody. Like I said, we still we got this new equipment. It's called Amiibo. The sound is great. My producer's telling me we're good, so we're gonna just we're just gonna run it. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, super excited again to have Chris George coming on in just about uh, five minutes. Um, we'll be having a conversation with him. But let's get back to the Notre Dame versus Florida State game. So we're out without Ian Book. We got uh, Brandon has a few more weapons at his disposal with Dexter Williams now playing. He wasn't playing in the first game. The O-line, I think, has gotten a little bit better with the exception of Alex Bars being gone. Nate, what do you think Brandon needs to do to be successful today against Florida State? I think he needs to be consistent on his passing. Uh, he's got to get his pass attempts down. Uh, he's got Chase Claypool, who's really underrated because we all look at Michael Young and or Boykin, Miles Boykin, mm -hmm. and he's like, oh, it's just my, about Miles Boykin. But Chase Claypool gets a majority of the completions. And uh, Miles Boykin really just gets the uh, completions. Um, so, yeah, just give it over to Claypool. And you can't forget about Chris Fink. He's, uh, yeah. he's kind of Mr. Reliable this year, a fifth-year senior, a, a senior this year, a walk-on player, now one of the, the more uh, reliable guys in that Notre Dame uh, wide receiver core. Um, today's senior day also, so uh, we've had some really great experiences with a lot of these seniors, both on and off the field. Dexter Williams, one of those guys, one of our personal favorites. I know he's one of the – Favorites of all of Irish Nation. Uh, just a great kid, great athlete. Really looking for him to go and play at the next level. We get to enjoy him for about three more games plus the playoff and or bowl game. I'm thinking playoff. Uh, so really excited to see this group go out with a win today against Florida State. If you're out there, I know it's freezing cold. So uh, 
bring your jackets, bring your beanies. Uh, seeing temperatures as low as like 25 degrees. Mm -hmm. I don't think the Florida State guys are, are ready for that. Uh, it's going to be some snow. So it's going to be a, a game where we're going to have to run the football. Yep. You know, we're going to have to be able to run the football. And uh, don't we can't take Florida State lightly. I see, I've seen a lot of people predicting, you know, uh, 56 to 10 Notre Dame, 35 to 3 Notre Dame. That's not going to happen. I'm telling you right now, we win, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. I think the spread right now is at 16 with Notre Dame favored, but uh, that front that that front seven of the Florida State defense is very very tough, very athletic. I would say at least two or three of those guys will probably be playing on Sundays, if not next year, the year after. So can't take them lightly. Um, Offensive or defensively, I think the Irish will be able to keep uh, the just as now starter Francois. Uh, from doing a whole lot. He's pretty dangerous with his, his legs as well, uh, but I think we'll be able to get some pressure on him because that Florida State O-line is pretty banged up. Yeah, and their offense kind of struggles. It's really just their defense that holds them down. Yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, they were playing Louisville. They were up four uh, in the fourth with like three minutes left, and their defense stood tall and won the game for them, so we'll have to attack their D. Yeah, definitely not to attack, and uh, I believe it was just announced that one of the Florida State starting offensive linemen is out for the game, so... Once again, another blow to their their front seven on the offensive side of the ball. Um, so we'll see. Um, our our O line is going to have to really control uh, the the pace of the game and, and really be able to to give Brandon time to make some of those throws. I really want to see um, Brandon come out and and get get a rhythm going with his with his arm because you know he can run. You know you're going to see three or four, maybe five uh, quarterback design drop run plays. Uh, you're going to be able to see a guy that can make plays happen with his feet, but. Is he going to be able to hit those uh, intermediate routes? Is he going to be able to hit those short routes? We know he can throw the deep ball, but can he hit those short and middle, intermediate routes? That's what we're going to have to see right off the bat. So I'm excited. Um, and then, of course, next week, Syracuse, uh, Shamrock Series at Yankee Stadium. It's going to be a cool environment. I believe game day is going to be there. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Syracuse can put up a heck of a lot of points, but our, in my opinion, our strength is our, our defense. Uh, their, their defense doesn't impress me too much, but we'll see. We'll, we'll talk about that next week. Um, so yeah, we're going to have Syracuse and then special uh, breaking news announcement here for the Dos Leprechauns. Uh, we were fortunate enough to work with the new Notre Dame Nation, TNNDN on Twitter and Facebook, and we will actually be covering the game live at USC against the Hated Ones at the Coliseum on November 24th. So huge thank you to Lynn and Cindy Hamill for making that happen for us. We greatly appreciate it. So we will be, I will be, he's not 18 yet. When he turns 18, he'll be able to do it. I'll be in the press box, and then I'll get to go on the field toward the game. So make sure you tune in for a bunch of live footage from that. We'll be at the, the post-game presser as well. Checking in with my producer, Matt Corn McGinnis. Thanks for keeping us on here, bud. We also have our interior designer, Alyssa, here joining us today for the show as well. Um, she just gave a little wave. So with that, we're going to go ahead and bring Chris Zorich on. I apologize, guys. For some reason, I'm not able to pull up the comments. So uh, somebody's going to kind of answer some of these for us, but... Uh, please share this video. We are now on YouTube, so you can check us out on YouTube as well. If you're a podcast listener, um, you can uh, you can check us out there. We you can download it there. We're trying to get it on iTunes, but that's been a little bit slow coming. But uh, it's going to happen one day. So without further ado, I just want to say I am going to try to hold it together here. But this is Chris freaking Zorich, my favorite defensive player ever at Notre Dame, uh, number fifty with his belly hanging out. You know the old school look. I mean, just an absolute gritty grimy, tough uh, nose guard that played for the Irish. Uh, I'm beyond honored that he agreed to come on. So now that I'm done fangirling, let's go ahead and get Chris Zorich on. And some stats on him. He was an All-American his junior year and a finalist for the Lombardi Award. His sen uh, And then in his senior year, he was the defensive MVP in the Orange Bowl. Jason. Hey, Chris, how are you? This is Jason and Nate, the Dos Leprechauns. What's up, man? 
Hey, not much. We're just here having a great day in sunny Southern California. How's the, how's the weather in Chicago? Okay, all right. A little freezing cold. We're not used to that over here. Lucky <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah, so hey, I wanted to start off by asking you, um, watch the uh, the Riding Irish this morning. That was a freaking awesome little... <laughs> but what's what's the deal with them only giving you guys five minutes? I thought that was going to be like a full-on, you know, documentary type deal. Uh, I wish it was, but, you know, they had some other interesting stories. There was a great story about uh, the Marines... Um, the Body Bears? Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, now, do you know? Are you gonna? Are you going? Since speaking of that, happy birthday to the Marine Corps! Thank you for all your services. Um, are you guys? Do you know if they're gonna do like an extended uh, video of that anywhere or anything like that? I have no idea. Um, they have. I mean, it, it was it was an awesome situation. We actually were able to uh, shoot about somewhere about maybe eighteen, nineteen, or eighteen, twenty hours over a two day period. Wow. Okay. Was that uh, last week at, for the Northwestern game, or was that the Pitt game? When, when, when did that take place? Uh, actually, that was the Pitt game. Okay. It wasn't too cold, so we're okay, but man, if it was a, should have been a, another week, we'd <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it definitely it looked a little bit colder. I mean, it, was, it started to rain toward the end, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. All right, Nate, go ahead with your question. Uh, so what was the difference between linebacker and nose tackle? Pounds, <laughs> okay. um, it, it was funny because when I was recruited by Lou Holtz to play linebacker, um, there was a rumor that Bo Schindler at Michigan wanted me to play nose guard, and I refused to go to Michigan because I didn't want to play D-line. And I'm sure it was in Holtz's mind that he wanted to move me, he just didn't tell me. <laughs> So is that who actually did most of your recruiting? Was it Coach Holtz or was it uh, was it somebody else on the team? No, it was one of the assistant coaches. I mean, as soon as I found out that Notre Dame was interested, uh, did a little research. Uh, at first, I didn't know where Notre Dame was. <laughs> uh, I involved from this is a serious story. I mean, I was in Chicago, we're about ninety miles away, and you know, I kind of grew up in a rough area, so no one really paid attention, and no one really knew what was going on. Uh, with college, no one ever went to no, no one ever went to, to college in my area. So when the coach asked me if I wanted to attend the University of Notre Dame, I said, you know, I would love to, but my mom doesn't like to fly. And he kind of looked at me and said, what do you mean your mom doesn't like to fly? And I said, well, there's no way my my mom would fly to France to see me play. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh man. And he's like, what do you mean France? I was like, well. You guys got the hunchback guy in the church, right? <laughs> oh, so that, man. That was my extent of, of, of knowing about Notre Dame when I was in high school. That's great. So, so needless to say, Notre Dame, when you thought of going to college, that wasn't necessarily your dream school, right? What was your what was kind of your dream school? If you could get recruited by this school, what would have been the, the one to go to for you? I, I really, I mean, I started playing and not knowing that I'd have a chance to go to college at all. Okay. I mean, it was never anything that I never talked about. I never talked about with my mom or anything. It was just that it was, it was never a conversation. And so I remember receiving a letter from Indiana State, my first letter I got, and they talked about how they'd like me to come down because they'd like me to be part of their team and offer me a scholarship. And I called the coach up and said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to come. I'm ready to go. 
And the coach was like, well, actually, Chris, um, you, you know, you might get some other offers. Um, that was just kind of a recruiting letter to let you know that we're interested. But, you know, I'm sure you're probably going to get some bigger schools. I was like, what do you mean? It's the first school I, uh, you know, first letter I opened up. I, I'm going to go. So it's kind of a funny situation. Nice. Now, um, obviously, you were a part of one of the most memorable teams in the history of Notre Dame football, uh, the 1988 National Championship team. At what point, I've, kind of, I've talked to a couple of the other guys on that team about this, Ned Volkar, uh, Billy Hackett, a couple of those guys about this, but I want to hear your perspective. At what point did you guys know you were really on to something special that year? Was it like, hey, man, we're in here at camp. We know this is going to be a team that can get us to the promised land, or was it more of a thing that like, okay, bang, we just beat Miami, and now this is getting real serious? You know, also was really good about making sure that we never thought about teams that we weren't playing that week. Um, you know, he, he talked about kind of his mantra was what's important now. And, you know, what was important that week was, was having a good week of practice, uh, regardless of who the opponent was. And so it really kept us grounded to the point where, uh, yeah, you know, we knew after Miami that, you know, we – we didn't have a chance to start competing uh, against one of the teams that might mean something. But literally, I mean, we played Navy, and, and Paul finds something that we needed to fear about Navy. We played Rice and, 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 and or SMU, and he found um, ways to motivate us uh, playing those teams. So we literally looked at every team as kind of being feared for them or feared of them because uh, they'd be able to beat us. Now, you know, you fast forward toward the end of the year, you know, we, we knew we had something special, but again, you know, hopefully kept us grounded to the point where, you know, after we won, after we beat West Virginia in the national championship game, you know, I thought this was going to happen like every year. And the fact <laughs> that we lost one game the following year uh, really was shocking to us. Well, it's, it's funny you mentioned that as a fan. You know, I was eight years old as a huge Notre Dame fan when you guys won the You're national eight. championship. I was eight. Oh yeah, sorry, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. But no, you know, as an eight-year-old, you know, watching that team, that was kind of my first real like, man, I'm really into this whole football thing and all that. And uh, you know, watching that team go undefeated, and then in '89, you know, losing one game, and then '90, I think you guys lost one game. You know, it was like, what the heck? Notre Dame just lost. How do you respond uh, to some of the fans that are like, oh, the program's going backwards, the program's doing this and that, whereas. You know, back in the day, late 80s, early 90s, Notre Dame was, you know, if they lost, it was kind of a rarity. Now it seems like the fans have this mentality that we should be undefeated every year, and I think the reality is the college football landscape has changed so much. So what do you say to those fans? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm excited that there are rabid fans out there that want us to win every game. I want us to win every game as well. And I'm not going to say that, you know, I, I understand when a team loses. I mean, I, I think there's no reason why Notre Dame should ever lose a game. Um, obviously, I'm a little biased, but <laughs> that being said, the idea that, you know, the, the college landscape has changed, um, you know, you have kids that can, they can transfer on a whim now, you know, you have kids that are, you know, in graduate programs that can transfer, and all these things are really changing the dynamic and the way schools are uh, looking at uh, potential student athletes. So that's always a great opportunity. Um, to see how Notre Dame can survive in this type of environment. Sure, that's a great answer to that. Perfect. Um, going back to the '88 team, do you get? Do you have a most obviously the Miami game, things like that? Do you have a, a really truly memorable moment from that season that maybe 
isn't as well publicized as some of the others? Maybe something that happened at practice, something that happened after a game. What was kind of your most memorable story about that particular season and that team? case right um okay we got a couple questions from our listeners that i want to get on uh steve irish prater uh said what is your most memorable non-sports related memory of your time at nd such a majestic place. I mean, I really feel truly at home when I go to Notre Dame. I'm out here in Southern California, SC country, and I go to South Bend, and I just feel like that's where I belong. So one day we're going we're gonna to be out there, I promise. Um, let's see. Uh, Wayne Smith wants to know, how much of an influence has Lou Holtz been in your life, and is he still readily available to you and your teammates? I think he was in two.
I enjoyed being part of that. But when he had, when he was on ESPN, he had a segment called Dr. Lou, where he would go in and go into the phone and talk room and kind of give him a pep talk. And I never saw that segment. And so one of my buddies was like, Chris, you should watch. And I remember watching it. And I was thinking, son of a bitch, like, this guy, he said the same things to us when I was 18, he just changed the color of the hat. <laughs> and he was a damn mascot, you know? Oh, like, yeah, I thought all the stuff that he was talking about was special and geared just toward Notre Dame, and he was just changing. Oh, well, you know, go Pitt, you know, go South Carolina, go Florida. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, that's great. That's that. That sounds very, very appropriate. I, that, that's great. Uh, great story. Okay, uh, Gary Kennedy is a guy that is about eight feet tall, huge Irish, fan, uh, huge Irish fan, huge fan of yours. But he also happens to also ride Harleys, and he wants to know where your favorite. Nice. Yeah, where's your favorite place to ride ride your Harley at? Where's the favorite place? Well, if you can believe it, and obviously it was kind of too cold, but I've been to Sturgis about about five times. Sturgis, South Dakota which is kind of the, the mecca for all bikers to kind of at least make one, one uh, pilgrimage there in your lifetime. I've been five times, and I've gone with uh, the riding Irish, let's say, uh, you know, some of the guys from the 88 team, uh, I've, I've been with them four times. So the, the idea that, you know, this is kind of an exciting and fun experience for all of us has just been kind of an amazing idea. And the roads uh, from Chicago, uh, um, Sturgeon, South Dakota is about 900, 960 miles. Uh, we, I trailed it one time. That was my first and only time. I've ridden it every day since. It's been an amazing, amazing experience. And actually, for 2019, I think we're actually going to go back. Sweet. That's awesome. You guys should uh, make the trek one day on your bikes to uh, Southern Cal for the USC game. Uh, that would be a really, 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 really long ride. However, um, I, I remember some guys talking about um, they would take a couple of weeks off and do Route 66. Yes. Which is supposed to be kind of an amazing, amazing ride literally across the country. There you go. Let's make it happen. Um, okay, let's see. We also had a question from Scott Rad, Rad, Radakovich who wants to know, who is the hardest teammate of yours to tackle? <laughs> Who's the hardest teammate? By far, Rocket Ishmael. Oh, yeah, um, Rocket Man. You know, exactly. I mean, you know, it's funny because rarely when Coach Holtz has us do kind of ones against ones during during track, tackling drills. But I know Coach Holtz felt a little confident that no one was going to tackle Rocket. And it was true. Every time he'd line up to get tackled, he was so fast for us that guys wouldn't even be able to tackle him. That's awesome. That's not surprising either. That guy, probably the most elusive football player I've ever seen play. Oh, by far. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Uh, also, somebody wants to know, how fired up were you after you drilled Conley during the Miami game, the infamous Catholic versus Conflicts game? <laughs> Man, I, I just, you know, it, it's just an amazing, amazing experience. And I was part of something that was so special, you know, so so special that we go down in kind of the, the, the history of Notre Dame, mm -hmm. which is unfortunate, right? Because, I mean, it's been 30 years since we won the National Championship, so it, it's tough to say that. But in the same vein, having a chance to be part of history is something great. And making that play was just an awesome, awesome feeling. The, the thing is, I didn't remember it um, until I saw it. And when I saw it, I literally, my hands started to get sweaty. My mouth <laughs> started to get sweaty because I remember sticking the guy and how I felt after that. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. 
Wow. All right. Well, hey, Chris, we don't want to take up too much more of your time. We got some of the viewers' questions in, but um, we always like to ask our guests. We know what you're doing, but I don't know if a lot of people do. What are you up to now, and how can people kind of stay in touch with you? Sure. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's, we're really kind of cool. I'm currently the athletic director at a Division One school here in the Chicago area called Chicago State University. Uh, I started the job about six months ago, and so it's, it's just really, really cool that I have a chance to kind of stay in my hometown and also kind of do something I love, and that's participate in collegiate athletics. So this is really kind of really something special for me. That's awesome. And you guys, uh, I know you were down in uh, South Bend. I think it was on Tuesday. Chicago State played the men's basketball team. How'd that go? Yeah, you know, it was fun going back. Um, however, they beat the crap out of us. They, <laughs> they, they, they beat us like 27 or something like that. So, I mean, we kind of hung in there a little bit. Um, but the, the idea that, you know, we aren't uh, there yet uh, is, unfortunately, is, is an absolute possibility. But I am excited because, you know, I feel that with the, the coaches we have and Lance Irvin on the men's side and then Misty Opat um, on the women's side, I think we will be more, more than successful. Awesome. Are you at any chance of a football program getting started anytime soon? Uh, some folks have, started, have, have actually talked about that. Um, that's something that I would love to do. However, I'd like to get basketball straight first. Okay. Although I'm not a basketball guy, I, I'd like us to be champions. I'd like us to be successful in the Western Athletic Conference. We're in the WAC. Okay. And so until that happens, then I, I won't visit the, the football thing. I just want to kind of take care of one thing at a time. Do you guys have any uh, road trips out to the West Coast and California for your for your schedule this year? We actually do, man. We, we actually play Cal's Bakersfield. Uh, we play Cal Baptist. Yeah, absolutely. If you come out for Cal Baptist, that's like 15 minutes from our house. So we'll make that happen for sure. Oh, that'd be awesome, man. Hey, uh, let, me guys, let me give you guys a uh, website. You guys can uh, kind of uh, follow us, follow Scott State. Yeah, definitely. Please do. It's um, gocsucougars.com. Just gocsucougars.com. Okay, our producer is going to leave that in the show notes so we can add that in there for YouTube and Facebook and everything so everybody can go follow you guys. Um, hey, Chris, uh, I'm, I, tried, I tried really hard not to fangirl out on this, but I, I got to let you know, man, you're, you're my all-time favorite indie defender. So uh, this, has been, awesome, this has been a total honor for me and uh, really, really appreciate the time. I want to give a, a huge shout-out to your, uh, your lovely wife, Candy, for helping make this happen. Um, it was kind of random. A, a good buddy of mine from high school, Mike Arndt, uh, his wife is friends with your wife. And she was like, hey, I'll put you in contact with Chris's wife. I was like, okay. So, uh, huge, huge. Hey, man, it's just a small world, you know? Absolutely. And, and, and she was excited about helping me out. And, you know, I actually, uh, I got an assistant about two weeks ago. And so my wife has been kind of handling all that stuff for me. And now she's extremely happy that I actually have a full-time assistant. So, so she wanted to get you all my emails. Yeah, big shout out to Bernadette for making it happen. We appreciate her help as well. <laughs> Um, awesome. But yeah, uh, really appreciate the time. We'll definitely stay in touch. And uh, again, thank you for the time. You were one of the most uh, requested guests we've ever had. So thank you so much. That's awesome. Well, hopefully this won't be the, the last time. I look forward to doing it again sometime. Absolutely, Chris. Thanks again, man. We'll talk to you soon. Go Irish. All right, man. Go Irish. See ya. All right. Did I hold it together, everybody? Because I really was about to like just completely melt. So if I if I sounded, did I sound too fangirl? Yeah. You thank did. you. Appreciate the support, Nate.
Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> that guy right there, when I was eight years old, I had a freaking number 50 jersey, and it was way too big for me. So I was like, ask Grandpa, he can show you a picture. I was like drowning in it, but that was my guy, man. Chris Zorich and Rocket. So Chris mentioned Rocket being the guy that uh, was hardest to tackle. That's the next target, man. We got to get Rocket on here. Uh, Billy Hackett, if you're watching, thanks for introducing me to Chris uh, back at the uh, Michigan game when it was the 88 championship team reunion. Uh, total dream come true right there to meet Coach Lou and uh, and Chris Zorich. That was awesome. So really cool interview. If, he, if When they come out to Cal Baptist, we got to find that out so you can go down there. Any of my SoCal peeps, let's try to get down there and support Chris against Cal Baptist. Uh, I mean, Cal Baptist is local, and Pastor Matt's going to be upset because he went there. But, oh, well, we're going for the CSU. Uh, what the hell is the name? CSU Wildcats, maybe? Who? Cougars. I said, he even said it. I'm, uh, my producer's keeping us on track. Big big shout-out to our producer, Matt Corn McGinnis. He's coming through. Got to give it up for him. And, again, our interior designer, Alyssa, came up with a new style here. Do you guys like the new setup? We got a bar here. We're going to get some bar stools. Gonna see if the mother-in-law will paint this like a little Notre Dame fill for me. We're gonna get it going. Uh, so, th want to thank everybody for watching today. Nate, you got anything before we start to sign off here? Um, follow me on uh, PS4. Oh, seen it 15 times. Or don't. Um, I'm a pure sharp small forward in 2K. Wow. If you play. 86 right. overall. You know what it is. Oh. Um, I do want to, let's talk a little bit about Notre Dame Titan football. Oh, that's right. Uh, the Titans, Nate, Big Nate's team right here, the varsity team was in the second round of the CIF Southern Section Division 7 playoffs. Um, we went to go watch the Grinch last night and save yourself the money, wait till it comes out on, horrible. on demand. Horrible movie. I, I don't know about horrible. One of very the worst movies I've ever seen. Very like, predictable. Really very, bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Really bad. Kind really of waste my money. But if hey. you've seen the one with Tim Carey or Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey, then, um, I don't know if that's the actor, but whatever. Yeah, you're right. You're good. Um, then don't see it. If you've seen yeah. it, it's the same it's, story. It's pretty bad. Um, but what I'm getting at here is I was so bored with the movie that I pulled, pulled out my phone and went on the Riverside Live uh, uh, Riverside YouTube channel. TV. Riverside TV. And they were showing the Notre Dame Titan versus San Jacinto uh, Tiger uh, playoff game. And the Titans trailed, I think it was 40, it was like 42, or no, 30, 35 to 20 with like five minutes remaining. 20. And they came back, Rodney Koenig. Yeah. Rodney Koenig, the quarterback for Notre Dame, set basically every school record at the quarterback position, brought them back. Mm -hmm. uh, they scored. They went for a two-point conversion, converted. They were up two. And then San Jacinto drove the length of the field and scored. Uh, Notre Dame got the ball back with like a minute 30, and unfortunately they weren't successful. So they did lose. Hell of a season, though. Big shout-out to Coach Cuerta, Coach Lara, the whole staff, for just a, really an amazing first season for a bunch of guys that hadn't really played together because Notre Dame Titans got some transfers from a school called mm -hmm. Carnegie. Uh, but really played well as a team. It was a really fun team to watch. Lit up the scoreboard, played some solid defense, and uh, hopefully next year we'll see Nate out there on Friday Night Lights uh, continuing his career with the Notre Dame Titans. So I uh, want to give a couple more shout-outs here before we get started. First off, um, if you guys are, are beard people, if you like, if you get your beard going, uh, I highly recommend our sponsor, Mahoney's Beard Brew, my boy Sean Mahoney. It, it's, it's homemade, really good stuff, all Irish-themed type stuff, uh, really good beard, uh, gel, uh, oil, and balm. Um, and then again, like I always do, I want to thank my boys at the Dose Hypercons crew. So the guys that helped make all this possible with the articles, the original edits, uh, the different posts to keep you guys all updated. Jason Pruitt, Jason Lynch, Patrick McCormick, Matt Dunbar, Wayne Smith, and Ben Walters. Ben is the guy that's been doing our videos. Wayne does all the cool edits. He did the Zorich edit that you'll see here on the page and on the, uh, the live show here. And then Wayne, I'm sorry, Jason, Matt, and uh, Jason Lynch all combined to do all the articles. So... I just love those guys. Really great group of guys. We all uh, have a chance to put everything together there. Uh, also, now our show's on YouTube. So what we're going to do as soon as this live show's over is we're going to save the file 
send it over to YouTube. We're still working on getting it on iTunes, but please go and subscribe to us on, on YouTube so we can grow that content. We're going to drop some exclusive videos there as well, specifically to the YouTube page. So make sure you're subscribing so you can get that bell and when those things come live. Also, one more thing, follow HCN Podcast on podcast on the podcast app. That's my podcast at school. Really? Yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah, we're doing another podcast. This guy is multitasking over here. I like that. It's good stuff. Uh, also, our producer, Matt Corn McGinnis, uh, he and I are going to be starting a new podcast soon. Uh, we used to talk a little bit about wrestling and MMA and stuff on our show. We're going to kind of go away from that on Bill Supercon, stick to football and basketball and hockey for Notre Dame Athletics. Uh, but my co my producer and I, we're going to get a new show called Vicious and Delicious. We'll explain all that when we get it started. Uh, it's going to cover wrestling, MMA, movies, music, and just stuff. So uh, we'll be letting you know about that as well. But uh, thank you guys for watching. Please share this video. Really got to get everybody to hear that Chris Dorch interview. I thought it was awesome. Um, and also, please, we are 10 followers away from 4,000 on the Dose Leprechauns fan page. If you're not already subscribing, please do so. Please invite a friend. Share the content. We love you guys all. Thank you very much. We're going to beat the bleep. See, we got a censor button on well, there. Well, there's been already cussing in this video. That's true. So. That's all right. So we're going to, this one's going to have like a uh, PG-13 tab on it. So, but uh, we're going to beat FSU today. Game's at 4.30 Pacific time, 7.30 East Coast. Uh, if you're out there, stay warm. Hopefully you're wearing your green like we are because Irish wear green. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Next Saturday, we'll be back live here at about the same time. And uh, hope everybody has a blessed day. Go Irish, beat FSU. Get to Old Navy right now. All jeans are on sale up to 50% off. From just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. Try on a pair in-store and save even more. With 5 bucks off your purchase of $50 or more during Old Navy's Great Denim Try-On-A-Thon. Hurry in now to find your perfect fit and save big with up to 50% off all jeans. Now at Old Navy. Valid 812 to 821. Excludes in-store clearance, gift cards, register lane items, and jewelry. $5 discount valid with jeans purchase. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.